So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about our not so normal careers and lifestyles. We've had to literally choose between our peace and sanity and happiness and privacy over that quick instant gratification, big YouTube check, big views. Oh, she is just spilling tea. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Nikki and I'm Gabby and you're seeing us in a way you've never seen before on YouTube and that is in podcast style. This is crazy to me. I never thought this would actually happen. I always wanted this to happen with our channel and here we are. How do you feel? Well, for starters, for those who've watched us, you guys know we're opposite and we're twins. But for those that are new, we are twins and we're opposite. I don't know. Like, we keep saying opposite twins. That's, it's like cringe, but it's also our thing. I know. It started really accidental, that term opposite twins. Like, we were just brainstorming how to say we're different and we're twins. We tried coming up with a term back in the day when we started our challenges to describe us, and opposite was the best word we could find. Here we are all these years later, we're sitting in our podcast, The Opposite Twins. With opposite sets, Gabby's looks very daytime, mine looking very nighttime, a little Mary-Kate and Ashley New York Minute inspired. Mm-hmm, maybe just a little. So this podcast is brought to you guys with Rooster Teeth. This is actually kind of a big deal for us because we've been running the Nikki and Gabby channel ourselves for a decade. That is crazy. And then we got reached out to about six months ago um, by Rooster Teeth with interest in building a podcast with us specifically to live on this channel. And it came at such a good time because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but me and Gabby have kind of been in this transition phase on the Nikki and Gabby channel, not essentially sure what to do with the channel because we worked so hard to grow it. Yeah, we kind of hit this point where we worked so hard to grow this channel and then we were like, now what? Because there's not exactly trends anymore on YouTube. People are just documenting their lives and when we want to document our lives, we're thinking about our personal channels. So together, we're like, how do we still collaborate with the audience that we grew together? And here we are. And I also feel like we're at like a really, really interesting stage in life where surface level challenge videos just don't cut it for us anymore. Um, We are just grown adults. You know, we're 27. We started at 17. This is 10 years into the game. And I feel like we have so many stories we've never told. We have so many changes we're currently going through that we've never talked about. Um, I feel like we've actually purposely kind of distanced ourselves from... I feel like we've purposely like distanced ourselves from our audience the past year while we've been dealing with a lot of transitions. And I feel like we're finally ready to get really close with you guys on a level that we've never done before on any other platform, specifically on this channel. This channel used to be surface level to us and our vlog channels used to feel very personal. We're ready to make Nikki and Gabby personal for you guys. I just always felt like, why should we like suppress the things we want to talk about in order to just keep doing what we were doing, like challenges and stuff. Like, yes, they're fun and we'll do them when we want to, but it almost felt redundant and it felt inauthentic because Nikki and I are talkers, especially Nikki, and um, we really want to talk about stuff that we're going through or went through and we want to just open the conversation to you guys and kind of just update you in a way that we really felt like we couldn't in the last year and a half, two years. So I'm really excited for this podcast. I know Nikki is. We both, this is like our new baby. And it's like we're birthing a new thing together. 
And I wouldn't want to do this with anybody else. This is fun. And also just like, I love to break the wall down between behind the scenes and the audience. I want you guys to understand like we're kind of going from a small business to working in partnership with another company and we are the talent for the first time. Um, we are not running the behind the scenes. We are, we show up, we sit here, we talk with you guys, all the burdens of the, all the things that used to stress us out and honestly make us fight over filming is not our burden anymore. So we're really actually excited to film this. Like this honestly will help Nikki and I's relationship. Yes. I hope you guys know that. Yes. <laughs> like we have a great producer named Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, she designed this amazing set and, um, we get to really just enjoy our connection with you guys and each other. We don't have to worry about all that other stuff. Usually like back in the day when people would watch our videos, they would say, wow, those two sisters look like they don't even want to sit next to each other. They look like they hate each other. And little did people know we were the ones setting up the mics and the audio and the monitors and the, the cameras, even the angles, the topic of discussion, the lines, the scripts, the brand deals. It's just, it was a lot. And, you know, you know, just working with anybody you love, it's, it's, it's too much when you run a business together. So I'm really excited to see where this goes when Nikki and I can just literally sit here, relax, show up in glam and talk about the things that we really want to share with you. Show up in glam. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> show up in glam. <laughs> so in today's episode... We're going to be talking about our not-so-normal careers and lifestyles. How many times have you heard somebody say, like, your life is so weird? Honestly, since being, like, back into, like, the dating world, I've heard that more than normal. Like, I used to just, you know, be like, oh. Live in our bubble. Yeah, live in that, my bubble. But then, you know, talking to people, relating to people, or not relating to people, it's like, wow, I really live a weird life. Same. Grateful I, for it, yes. but it's not normal. Yes. There's actually a lot with like getting older, um, buying homes, uh, dating. You realize, oh my God, the things that I used to like tolerate and deal with, I say it like it's so normal. Meanwhile, somebody that works a normal traditional nine to five job would be like, huh? And I feel like um, we never actually talked about any of this stuff in video format because we just felt like, oh, it's a given. Like they just know, but well, no, they don't live our life. They don't know. Before we get into this, define a normal job. Um, I feel like a normal job to me is you go to college, you graduate, you get a job after college, whatever that may be. You slowly build your resume. You work somewhere for two to three years, then get a new job, then maybe get promoted, then come home ar around like dinner time and repeat and work during the week, have weekends off. Because in no way in this conversation do I want to belittle anybody who's worked really, really hard to get their dream jobs. Just because ours is different, I don't want to like offend anybody who has worked really hard to do what they're doing right now. But what I will say, maybe not so much the word normal, but I would say our unique situation with work. Honestly, <laughs> when we were like 20, we loved the fame. Like, come on, what 20-year-old like doesn't like to feel oh cool? God. I was so immature with it. I ate it up. But like now being 27, I'm almost looking back at the people that went the traditional route and I get it now. And I'm like, you it. have peace and sanity and you have a very stable, comfortable life. And I think the older you get, the more you want stability and comfort and privacy. And I think... Um, privacy is peace. It is. <laughs> and 
I feel like I'm, I've had a whole paradigm shift this last two years. And I feel like, you know, my little asshole 20 year old self probably looked down at people going the traditional route. And now I get it. You know, we wanted to just like reach for like really, really high standards, like fame and stuff. And I think that now experiencing what we've experienced the last five years, at least I see, I get everything now, you know, like, I don't know if I ever told the internet this, I know you know this, but, um, in 2021, like in the beginning of the new year, when I was like engaged and I had just gone through a lot, I was going to go back to school to learn how to be an injector. Like I wanted to get my like RN degree. That's a degree, right? (laughs) Sorry. I don't want to say anything wrong. Um, I wanted to go back to school, (coughs) wanted to become an RN and then specialize in injectables, like inject faces. But I quickly backed out of that when I fell back in love with my job again. Yeah. I've, that's funny you said that because this year of all the years, um, I had that moment and I, I almost went back to school to get my psych degree because my therapist said I, she'd offer me a position at her practice if I got it because she thinks I'm good at it. Well, you you are like my therapist, so <laughs> I I do feel like eventually you should definitely I think definitely finish get my degree and it's something I can do along with YouTube and maybe even make content about it. I even my music is about mental health. I'm so passionate about it. Um, but I think it's interesting. We never even had this discussion off camera, so I'm glad yeah. it's being filmed. Yeah, I didn't realize she was had that I might go back to school, and I didn't. She didn't realize I had yeah, that I, I might go back to school. Something in me was like, Gabby, don't give up yet. And not saying going back to school is giving up, but I knew that there was more in me in this industry, and I knew that I could keep going for another 10, 20 years. You know what's interesting too is when I did have that maybe I might go back to school thought. I looked at the cost of going back to school while running two, three businesses. And I was like, geez, like, I feel like, you know, when you're 18 and your parents have money saved for you to go to school or you're taking out loans, you don't understand what you're actually doing. And, um, I think if people had more like a gap year to, or or like actually have real life experience and like expenses and bills, they would be able to evaluate, should I go to college? It costs this much money. This is the amount of debt I'm getting into. Or should I just go and it's worth the investment? You're investing in yourself. How do you understand that at 18? At 18? Oh my God. How do, how do people expect to know what they want to do forever until retirement at 18 How do you understand that you're putting yourself in debt at 18? Like, I don't think people understand, like, and obviously I decided, you know, I love my job too much. It's, it's not now I'm going to go back to school. I think maybe down the road when I have time and maybe when I'm not investing so much in my other businesses, but the financial was definitely a thought, you know, it's it's crazy. So the, the whole process is crazy. And I totally admire people who know exactly what they want to do when they're 18 and continue to do it with a burning passion. And that's why I feel so bad labeling a normal versus not normal because, you know, maybe our not normal is someone's normal. Maybe someone's normal is our not normal. Our not normal jobs are our normal. So we've never talked about it on camera. We're going to get into it. We keep like leading into it, but I, we just wanted to disclaim this because we are actually, we understand like all perspectives at this point in our life. I think we couldn't, essentially talk about this 
four years ago when, the when, way we can now we understand when I was 22 there's no way I could no way talk about this the way that I almost feel like I was out of touch with reality no we were like a hundred percent like were. give an 18 year old followers like a follower count and money and I'm not even saying I'm totally in touch with re with reality now I will say there are moments that I experience and I'm like wow like I just learned something from this that I never experienced before yeah so with that being said Let's talk about our lifestyle and our careers and how we feel about it. So let's like describe what, how we perceive each other's real lives that we don't put online. Who wants to go first? She's just going to roast me. So she, you're giving the look like, can you talk about me first? <laughs> no, because you're going to, because you're going to roast me. Gabby loves roasting me. Okay. So Nikki, like pretty much shows you what her life is like, except she eliminates her, um, her moments of empowerment and her moments of anger. So, okay. so Nikki has moments of empowerment, actually. <laughs> um, since everyone made fun of me in middle school for it too. No, literally like, it's embarrassing. I explained this to one of like my newer friends and they were like, oh my God, I totally see what you mean. Like, like it's a thing that you do. <laughs> what Nikki does sometimes like she sees something and gets inspired or like she does one little thing that makes herself proud and she like stands there and she's like, you know what guys, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And yeah, I'm, I'm doing this. And like, she'll just stand and like have like her moment. Like, you know, that scene in a movie where someone's in the cafeteria rallying people up. She's, it's cute. She's done it since she was like little. She'll just stand there and like go off for like two minutes and like build herself up. And then when she's done with the, with the empowering moment, everyone's just like, oh, and Nikki's like, okay. <laughs> Since that's been brought to my attention, like I do catch it too. Yeah. It's cause I like, dad's the same way I feel like. embarrassing. Yeah. Like dad's that from literally my dad. the same way. And then, yeah, you did touch on the anger too. Like, oh, the anger. So Nikki. Yeah. She, um has these moments of just like anger that she's not like it's not like unhealthy but I wouldn't even say anger I would say like helpless mm, I would say anger she well, okay, Nikki yells a lot Nikki yells a lot but you know what's sad I realized like sometimes I have the best intentions but if it does not get communicated in the right tone I can tone. Sound like Remember, a bitch. I, I told you, was it in Milan? I was like, Nikki, it's your tone. But I don't, and I get so frustrated because <laughs> everyone all of a sudden is getting mad at me, and I don't, and I don't know. I, I'm so frustrated. I feel maybe helpless. it's your delivery and tone. Yeah. But yeah, my voice is like loud too. That part of your lifestyle that people don't see, I feel like it all plays in with your work. Well, it's all stress related. Yeah. If it, outside of work, I'm the chillest person. I like, I hardly spend money on myself except for food and my occasional depop whatever but yeah, you, I, you, you spend all your money into your job yeah I, I just live to work and that's healthy but not healthy um I'll always I know for a fact I'll always be able to support myself and never have to rely on somebody else but I think that I stress myself out to the point of like my my perfectionism could make me come off like a bitch, even if that's not my intention. It gets really lost in translation, which is something I'm really trying to work on. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely like the girl that's her own worst enemy. I do not see my own worth and I'm working on it. And I think sometimes when I'm having low self-esteem, 
um, I can come off the wrong way. And it's not that someone else is wrong. It's that I see myself as so low. Like if a video doesn't do well or things are not lined up right um, or I'm getting my music team coming at me and my YouTuber team coming at me and I feel like I'm failing at everything. I tend to have this buildup and then it comes out wrong. Um, but that's definitely the negative effects of my job. I love it so much that I maybe care too much and maybe I hold on too tight. And I think this past year, I actually don't relate to what Gabby said. I think that's probably how I acted the last nine years running this channel. But this past year, I've truly like lifted my hands off of the bar that I was holding on too tight. And I don't even, I hardly edit my vlogs anymore. I hardly care, but I don't even, I turn off my likes on Instagram. I kind of, I don't, I don't really post the way I used to and I've gotten happier and I think it, it's having to find that balance of you care and you have to make a living and you want to keep that connection with your audience but don't care to the point where you neglect yourself and you turn off everybody in your life and you self-sabotage you know I used to do that oh my god yeah so so Gabby's real life um I would say similar things I would say that um, Gabby shuts down. I probably, I actually don't shut down. I'm like that bitch that's just like relentless. And sometimes that's my downfall. I don't know when to give up. Gabby actually like will, um, work really hard. But then if someone bothers her while she's focused, um, or if we try to like schedule with Gabby and she's, she's too overwhelmed to do it. She'll, I guess, same thing, like shut down and also have anger, but like shut down. I'll try to talk about it and Gabby will like shut down and just like go off the grid and nobody can get a hold of her. Um, and then obviously like that has created so much stress in the past. Like when we're, you can just imagine like two twins that are in their early 20s trying to be brand friendly and ride a wave of popularity and trying to be relevant and one twin is stressed and trying to be direct and get things done, which can come across as controlling and bitchy and the other twin retreats and shuts down. Let's say I isolate. Yeah. Like just retreat shuts down ghosts. Meanwhile, we have this like huge shoot that I put my all into planning and producing and then you don't even show up the day of it's like, okay, well that hasn't happened since 2020. No, but like, and then, <laughs> but I pushed her off because of my delivery and because of how I was speaking to her the night before. And I didn't realize that she was trying to teach me a lesson by not showing up. And then I'm hurt because I put all this work into it. It was just really, really, really hard. And that is not normal. What we were experiencing is not normal. Mm -hmm. Working like, so running a business since you're 19 with your twin, that's really stressful on the relationship, especially since people had been pinning us against each other way before we got into this industry. Like, way before friends, ex-friends, boyfriends. We've been pinned against each other even by, like, family. It's, like, it's always been a thing. So, sorry, my nose is, like, stuffy. Something else that's not normal um, is that me and Gabby used to do this thing where we would hire friends and partners. And, um, like, obviously, we're the ones that if we don't work, nobody gets paid. Um, and then when you're involving... Um, transactional relationships where we're not like we're not really gaining much from it I don't know how to explain this like for example we could hire anybody yeah but we choose to hire people we love 
because the way I see it, I think it, it's a trust thing. It's a trust thing, but also the way I see it is like I don't want to win alone. I if I hatched a golden egg somehow, I want to share that golden egg with people I love mm-hmm. and get to the top with people I love. And I think sometimes that good intention we have in the past would kind of people would see that we were generous and that we that we had that mindset and they would almost kind of realize, oh, like let's like you utilize that. Yeah. Let's um, ask for more. Let's threaten to leave if we don't get what we want. Let's um, pin the sisters against each other so they need an assistant to travel with them so that way they don't travel together. Like literally things like that. Oh, she is just spilling tea. Yeah. Um, Personally. Ruining our relationship made other people have more financial opportunities. Yes. Personally, I did not experience that until I'd say when I was planning my wedding. Um, I'm not, guys, if you're, if you're new here, I'm not having my wedding anymore. I don't want to go down that path in this episode. Separate episode. Separate episode. But when I was planning my wedding, um, yeah, I was working with a best friend and it really was just, it was hard because the whole working with this person and having them in my bridal party, it really showed that lesson that you're talking about, the transactional part of a relationship that you don't expect to happen when you're like, oh, I trust you. I'm going to work with you. And, you know, to this day, it's it's hard not to want to work with people that you genuinely love and care about because of trust, your own issues. So and I, I think, feel like this is something yeah. I'm still figuring out. I think sometimes it's also hard. Like anytime we felt a type of way about it, it's so easy to gaslight and spit onto us. Well, we give you a service and you pay us. Like, it's so easy to make us feel like it's all in our head. Um, And there's been those friends that are great about this is work me, this is friend me, and, like, it's separated. But I do think, like, the part that classifies our job to me as not normal is the fact that we don't just come home to our friends and wholesome life outside of work. It's like we work with our – we did work with our friends, so – when it was time for everybody to leave set or for everybody to go home, we're just completely alone and no one would hit us up, kind of. So it was very lonely. I think me and Gabby um, kind of were at a young age. The idea of a, and a like the idea of an assistant was appealing to us because it felt like we wouldn't be alone, and that's sad because that that's a transaction that's paying somebody. We probably didn't need an assistant at twenty two. You know what I mean? Mm. But. I didn't get my first assistant till 24. And honestly, ever since my first ex- assistant, I realized I've always needed one. So I feel like I've just had a different experience with assistants than you have. I'm very hands-on. I like to do everything yeah. myself. I don't think I've needed an assistant when my mental health went like this because I couldn't even like clean my apartment. But um, I think that it's just, it's a slippery slope. It's like, do you work with strangers and never see people you love because this job has us traveling and doing so many crazy things. I think it depends on the person. Or do you work with your friends and then when you're done working, you're kind of left dry and you're like, do I have friends? I, in my experience, I feel like I will always have to hire a, a personal assistant that I n- trust and have history with. Every person who has assisted me has had a history with me and they've never screwed me over and they've always had my back. And the only reason I say that is because with cancel culture and 
people, TikTok being so easily accessible, people green screening texts and receipts. It's just so, such a scary world. People could paint, they could cut and shape anything, construct it to make anybody look a certain way. So I get very scared of that. And I'm like, you know what? I choose work. I choose me. If it's the right friend and the right person, I will continue to have a successful friendship relationship with them outside of this work thing. And any person who's worked for me as an assistant has understood my, my, my scares, my struggles with my mental health and work. And I feel like I rather, this is going to sound so bad, but I rather or have what was, if, if, if they're, if they're not hanging out with you because of work, that's not a healthy relationship. I rather have an unhealthy relationship unveil itself than be scared every day working that this person I just hired have no idea who they are, what they're all about, knowing that they have my personal information. Aren't you worried sometimes though that that hiring your friends can hurt the friendship over time? Like there's a wear and tear. Oh, it could. So you're willing to risk that friendship just to make sure you trust the person you work with. See that that's mm-hmm. the kind of we have to we we're put in that position. See, it's, we're like on two different stages no, no, and I love no, this. No, I'm on your side actually. I'm just trying to illustrate to them the predicament we're always put in. Do we choose sanity and trust but potentially ruining a friendship or hiring a stranger? That is terrifying. It's a personal assistant. It's a personal job. And they have all your personal information. And with cancel culture and everyone getting clout for for ruining somebody online we get put in a really hard position where I feel like someone who works at an office job has the sanity, the peace and sanity of knowing that their coworkers are their coworkers and then they have friends outside of work. I just think, and not only that, but they, they have like the peace of their privacy because the moment you let someone in as like a personal assistant or very close in your life, not even just an assistant, just like a, like a producer or, you know, a glam team. Um, everybody talks. Yeah. Everybody does talk. And, um, when you are working not in this type of career, you get that peace when you go home knowing that someone's not going to show up at your house. And I love our job, but I think the one thing I, I have to say I hate the most is the, I, don't, I don't have peace. I, I think what brings people peace is like relationships ultimately is love, light and love and feeling love and having fun and laughing, like memories and nostalgia. And I think with this career, we have great lives. We are so, so blessed with being able to talk like this to you guys and make an income from it. But I think nobody wants to go to bed alone or feel like nobody actually likes them or that they have to pay people to be around them or risk friendships to save their business they built themselves. It's, 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 it's hard to date as well. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't, you never know if somebody just wants your opportunities you come with or the lifestyle you come with. You never know if they actually love you for you because automatically being in our, in our life or our circle does kind of offer other cool things that wouldn't happen if you weren't. I've noticed I tend to cling to people that I've known before the fame. Because I know that they, if they were real with me then, they, they still wanted to be around me when I wasn't like doing this. I've noticed I tend to just keep surrounding myself with the people prior to the job. And anyone that I meet or engage in or become close with after the career, I notice I just keep an arm's length. I've, I recognize So how do you implement that, that with dating? How do you date someone at an arm's length? Well, I think that's where I struggle because 
I'm also like very confused with, I'm still figuring myself out and what I want, but I've noticed that I need like romance connection and all that stuff, but it's not romantic to me when like I'm meeting someone for the first time and they already know what I'm about. How, that's not romantic to me. What's romantic to me is just like a natural connection forming and happening. Even just sitting down like at a date knowing that this is a date and I'm in my late 20s and this person's probably dating to marry and probably is like already putting stuff in there. It's scary and like obviously when someone's dating to marry, they're thinking about income. They're thinking about like the the resume, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm just, I couldn't be more turned off. I'm, I feel like I'm not interested in dating. I'm like, I feel like I'm not. Like, it's just, I'd rather marry my job and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. That's my, how I feel I mean, right my now. personal life feels great right now. I'm yes. really happy, genuinely. And I'm still surrounding myself with people who have been on my channel and in my, in my vlogs and stuff. And I'm sure you guys know what I'm saying, but it's like, I am always going to surround myself with these people because they were standing by me when, way before there was any online drama there is any thank you next music video. There is any, um, what else? Nikki and Gabby. How do our lives differ from social media? Like, do they look different? Because I know we're influencers and we curate our lives. So I think they might want to know. I have a story. Really I have such a story. Wait, can I please say it? Okay. So. Um, as you know, like online, I look very like girly and like put together and as much as I, I can live that lifestyle, Nikki knows, anyone who knows me personally knows I'm a beautiful mess. I am very messy and oh, we know from I, Fashion Week. I love to drink. I love to smoke. I love to party. I like, I love to surround myself with party friends. Like I am not like what you would expect outside of this. I feel like everyone expects me to wake up with tea and gloves on and then a full face of makeup and a hair, a bow in my hair. No, when I wake up, I look like I was just in a tornado <laughs> and I rock that tornado look until I have to do my makeup if I'm taking photos or filming. I go out in public with my like no hair extensions, like my barely messy bun because I have like no hair. And um, I will rock that look until someone says, you need to be on camera, you need to work. And there was this one situation where I was a roommate with someone in LA and she is lovely. Literally, I feel like what people would expect me to be like when I wake up in the morning. And I felt like I scared her because she like she's one of my friends, but I don't think she was expecting me to be like as tomboy of a personality as I am. And I would, my, my bed was never made in the morning. I would sleep in, I would wake up. I would just like want, be, want to work, not like do my makeup and hair and put We're on a pretty nightgown out of our beds and just wanting to work and just get, like literally sitting at our computer. Mm -hmm. You literally just described being a tourist and that's yeah. on being a tourist. <laughs> I just like, I, I have, I will put the effort when I need to put it in, but anyone who knows me personally Effort is, it, it takes a lot of work for me to put effort in like just making my surroundings pretty and my regular everyday lifestyle. But your Instagram would literally never show that. It would never show that because I have fun in like the art and creative of being super feminine and girly and, you know, pastels. I, I just have so much fun with style and glamour and I love to shop. 
You guys should have seen Gabby's hotel room during New York Fashion Week. I like, <laughs> I almost gagged. Like we I was sleeping with stuff. On okay, the bed. I I have this ick. My nose is really strong. Okay, I have a very strong sense of smell, and um, I cannot eat food where I sleep. And I think it's because I'm triggered from college. These girls would like heat up like beans and shit in the microwave. <laughs> And the room should smell like candles and it smelled like farts. (laughs) And I could not sleep or enjoy myself in a farty room. Their joint bathroom in between the two rooms. So then they would all shit in there. So the room constantly smelled like shit. And I'm like, it needs to smell cozy and comfy. Okay, I hate it. No, with the smell thing, I agree. I agree with the smell thing. I walked in your room at New York Fashion Week. What do you know? There is uh, like, you have like this pumpkin popcorn open okay that smelled okay then you have like open like mozzarella sticks and and marinara sauce and pizza dried up but left open then there's like all this clothes on her bed she's just straight up dorming at new york fashion (laughs) and okay in in my defense the rooms were so small in my defense did you see my room yeah but you got upgraded to a bigger room but even in the smaller room, I would have lost my mind if it smelled like food. I started leaving my food in a trash bag that I created myself out the, in the hallway. And me and Haley, my assistant, would take it out because I just, I'm so, we're different. I'm messy. I'm disorganized. But I just think like food and sleeping, I'm triggered. Okay, Love well, you. Love you. But like, no. You know, <laughs> sometimes you got to do what you got to do when you have one hour in between fashion shows. Gabby, I went to the lobby to eat my sushi. <laughs> I wow. would eat by myself in the lobby because I have such a trick. Wow. <laughs> okay, so basically, I feel like... But Gabby's a down bitch. She seems like online like she's not a down bitch, but she is. Like, what do you mean? Like, you're, you're less high maintenance than you come off. Like, that, I feel like one of my friends recently told me, Gabby, there's like two scenarios where I can name where I feel like people, you are not what they expected you to be. And I was like, is that bad? They're like, no. I mean, you're very like easygoing and like, it's just like who you are. You just love like the creative nice. of looking nice and, you know, mm-hmm. the branding. But it's so crazy to me that I feel like my brand was built on being fancy when I was never fancy. My style is I like to do fancy glam love fancy decor, shopping, but me as a person, if I had to be represented in like my most authentic self, it would be actually with no makeup on, no hair extensions, and in my comfiest outfit because I love being comfortable. What about my life? I'm curious what you think. Like what does it look like online versus what it really is? I feel like online you look like you really aren't stressed out. Like, it looks like you just, you're just going with it. Like, you're doing all these things, but going with it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nikki, I'm surprised you don't break out in a rash every day. I mean. Do you have a rash? I don't know. It does happen. I feel like the stress level that Nikki, she puts, her th- she puts herself through so much. Like, it's insane. And you would never know. Like, there was this one day she called me hysterically crying like two weeks ago. Like, absolutely hysterical. And then she made a TikTok or posted it the same day. And I'm like, wow, you you literally have no idea what she's going through right now. Like, it's kind of scary. And you just opened up to me about something in this room before we started filming, which we will talk about in another episode when we talk about relationships. But Nikki opened up to me about something. And I was like, how long did you deal with that for and why? And you would have no idea. Lately, I've, I realize 
I think because we grew up in a household where like yelling was normal and like our, you know, our parents fought a lot. I don't care if it's part of my story. So I'm going to say that, um, I became almost like conditioned and used to living in chaos and like going to school and acting fine and getting good grades and being a good cheerleader and a good dancer. And then tolerating that at home. I almost think that I, that felt normal. And I realized as an adult, it doesn't have to be that way. You can choose what chaos you accept in your life. And it shouldn't be chaos. You choose, you choose what, what, what's that quote? You accept the love you think you deserve. Yeah. And well, I, I thought that, um, that's just life and that life is chaotic and it is, and I'm learning right now. It is not, it does not have to be. And, um, I think that also something else, I think my life for the longest time on social media looked like I constantly was doing cool things and having fun and with people, but I was actually so fucking lonely from 2018, 2017, 2017 till 2022, January. Very lonely. That's five years. That's half of this career. I am not trying to play victim because I hate that. I actually think there were some things like, you know, I isolated myself, but I think that was my response to trauma. I think like isolating yourself is like, you know, if you get too close to people, they'll see the cracks in your real life and actually make you try to change it. And I wasn't ready. And, uh, yeah, they were, this first episode and we're getting deep down, but yeah, I'm we can touch on this in, in another episode. But I think that what I'm trying to say is like my stress levels and loneliness is not on my page and Gabby's chill tomboy side is not shown on her page. Yeah. So we're going to go into something a little lighter and it's kind of just like a little catch up with you guys because I feel like we've been super busy, especially we haven't even been on this channel in a hot second, especially talking like this. So Gabby, shameless plug, like what's what's going on in your life? So I have a beautiful mess candle out right now. Um, it's a collaboration with Anas Candles and you guys definitely can go check that out. It's going to be linked on my Instagram, YouTube channel, all that stuff. And... Um, I'm posting my full London show on my channel. I think it's this week or next week. I'm putting the, the entire London show up. And then I plan on putting up another music video that I already had filmed that I haven't put up yet. And then starting music videos again for my new music. So yeah, what about you, Nikki? Uh, I haven't been home. <laughs> um, I kind of like it. I feel like a nomad. I'm just kind of living out of a suitcase. We went from... LA songwriting sessions uh, to New York Fashion Week, back to LA for my first festival performance, which it looks so cool. I felt like Hannah Montana. I was performing on a beach in Oceanside, California. It's amazing. And then we're back here shooting the podcast, and then I go back to LA next week to perform at the Peppermint Club in LA. Um, so if you guys are LA locals, I'm giving you guys a show. So yeah, I think me and Gabby are kind of also really, really passionate and consistent on our vlog channels as well um, while we're doing all this. And I just feel like we're in a really, really good place separately to where we can really be good together again um, because Gabby wholeheartedly has her absolute like own life and same with me and our own different directions. And 
she's more the New York City twin and I've evolved to be the LA twin. LA keeps calling me back to it. New York City keeps calling me back. I keep going. I lived in LA full time and I moved home and now I'm about to probably be there more so full-time than here. We're always going to be kind of bi-coastal. Yeah. But like, Gab, I'll always yeah. still be going to L.A. and stuff. But, you know, um, I'm looking at apartments in New York City. I'm going to always have my home base in Pennsylvania. And Nikki's looking at apartments in, in LA. L.A. So we will have our own bases. If she wants to come to New York, stays with me. No more small hotel rooms that smell like mozzarella sticks and farts. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Nikki will have her L.A. pad. And I don't have to scare away any beautiful... Friends of mine with how I live. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, it's so crazy. Like, I really feel like 27 is that year. Like, it's your Saturn return. Every, apparently every 27 year old, like, experiences this big lesson where if they didn't learn it seven years prior, it resurfaces and they, it's like kind of do or die energy, which is 27 club. It's, it's like spooky age, but it's a game changing age. And, um, I think me and Gabby, it's ironic. I've seen a lot of comments saying it's ironic Nikki and Gabby are going through changes at the same time in their personal lives. Yeah. Some people, the same month. The same month, okay? We're going to get down to it. <laughs> I think that, and people think that you were inspired by me or I was inspired by you or that we had our own unique no, situations unique going situations, on. situations, universe shit. Like the universe aligned our lives and it's truly like my jaw dropped when it all went down. And um, same. I just feel like it's one of those things where I don't know what, is bigger than us, but there is something bigger than us yeah. because the universe wanted you and I to go through the same things at the Together. same time to, so we could join forces. Could you imagine going through what we've been going through, but like without, like, like on our own? I don't even want to think about it. Like it's definitely some twin magic in the air, you know, but I know that we're going to end up where we're supposed to end up because there, this is no coincidence. The no. same month, same year. No, it's just crazy. Yeah, so obviously, like, we're being very vague. Um, <laughs> I cannot wait for that episode. That's going to be a long episode. The the holdback is because of me. I'm going to be, like, Gabby's ready to, like, just go, woo, like, soaring with it. But um, I process things very different than Gabby. And um, I'm such a private person when it comes to, I, I need to, like, take a seat back like it's a step back and then but then when I'm ready it's like I'm like this it's like word vomit when you're ready yeah but it's like I've been almost like in hiding it feels like oh my god I am Uh, I have to I feel like on my vlog channel I'm like oh my god people would have no idea what I went through that day because whatever I went through that day if I told the internet it would be like viral and trending like it's just like the amount of titles that I could have had, but I'm just like... Me too. So, like, that's something I want to talk about, too, is, like, our personal lives have been giving us so much clickbait that isn't clickbait. Like, things that you guys... We would get a million views easily. We've had to literally choose between our peace and sanity and happiness and privacy over that quick instant gratification, big YouTube check, big views, big PR moment, literally. good thing to push your music. Like we've had to literally choose our personal lives. But I've seen a lot of comments saying Nikki and Gabby are just trying to be secretive to push their music when it's No, the they opposite. think it's a PR stunt. No. Honey, honey, if it was a PR stunt, I would have told the internet that I traveled to elope last year. But I didn't do that. And I'm saying it now. Like, I, I like 
I, I, I would have said that. I, I would have said that last year. Yeah, I can't even touch on my The amount of clickable titles that I would have had if I told everybody what was going on in my personal life last year, every second that it was happening, I would be queen viral right now. But I decided to, I decided to play it safe and do what's most comfortable to me because I was scared to, you know, I want to protect my peace. And also when you make a decision in your personal life, you're allowed to like live in a gray area and like go back and fuck up and then figure it out. But if you make a decision publicly, people will hold you to that decision and be nosy and yeah. ridicule you for your decision you made. Like we want to be very sure when we are public about a lot of things because you and have a whole other group, like every, the whole world has an opinion then. And not only that, but there's this whole side of me now, now that I've experienced what it's like to have so many opinions in on a relationship that mattered so much to me. It like, I never want to put myself in that situation ever, ever again. again, ever. Cause at the end of the day, that's a, that's a person that that's close to me. Why would I let other people in. And that's a whole other conversation for that episode where I believe in bringing in too many energies into a, a relationship that could mess it up. So absolutely, we will definitely get into this. I don't want to talk too much in this episode. We will be bringing you guys episodes every week on this channel with the Roos Podcast Network. We'll be consistent again. Yay! We'll be on YouTube. We'll be on Apple Music, Spotify, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Anywhere you guys listen to your podcast, we're there. We're the opposite twins little rebrand moment instead of blue and pink we got red and pink make sure to like rate subscribe stay tuned for next week and press your bell notifications so that way you guys are the first people to catch our episodes on youtube yeah, yeah. that's it for episode that's five. it are we ending our first episode this is weird <laughs>